I was just saying. I don't care about your opinion. I just well, I'll think. tell you what I think. What's that you say? Would you just listen? I don't think so. Remember, ladies, one must not get one's knickers in a twist. I just... Please listen. I'm trying to help you. Listen. I don't think so. Excuse me. Well, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't Listen. Shut up and listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Listen. Um, I am so grateful to um, be recording this episode. And I'm so excited about this next guest. I like really just kind of want to get into it. So, um, which just made me smile because it just made me think of intuition into it. Um, (laughs) anyway, so I've known this woman, um, God, it's going to be coming up. I think like maybe like 20 years now. Um, she's somebody that, um, I've been a fan of for a really long time. We came up together and, you know, our, our careers, you know, are, are very different and, and also very similar. Um, and I mean, between fucking Manny and Lowe, which was like your big breakout, um, to fucking Boardwalk Empire, you just did, um, the Irishman, like Alexa Paladino, everybody like welcome. Hi, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I just want everyone to know that it's like another almost hundred day degree weather today. It's, it's disgusting. And Heather has these amazing dogs that just lay around with you. And so it's, it's very calm in here between the heat and the dogs. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm glad that you feel that way. Um, obvi- like my air conditioner is on the fritz. So it, it, it sounds very, very loud. Um, and like it's dying. <laughs> um, so we're sitting here with, with no air conditioning right this second, but <laughs> I, I promise I'll make this as, as painless as possible. Um, and yeah, tag along, especially who's my honorary co-host every week. She's like, I feel the resident, like emotional service animal for all the, yeah, it's true. all the sensitive <laughs> artists that come by to talk. It's very true. Um, so I just really kind of want to dive in. And, mm-hmm. and so we were just talking before we started recording because why not, <laughs> um, you know, and, and we were talking about our respective careers and being in this business and, and you were about to say something, mm. um, about, um, essentially the transition and the fact that like we did start out at the same time. Right. Well, I was, I was curious in just talking to you about this cause we were both talking about really, I guess, coming into our own power more mm-hmm. as, as actors, which, you know, for anybody who hasn't done it, it's like you, it's really easy to feel like you're always at the mercy of other people's decisions, you know, and you are. I mean, technically, (laughs) yes. So it's really important to find ways that I guess for you, keep, 
keep a little bit of power for you for yourself. And Heather was just talking about really taking back that power for herself, which is always something I could hear about endlessly because I need that. <laughs> um, but what it made me think of was, you know, Heather and I both started when we were kids. You know, I was about 14, so not like a kid kid, but still. Yeah, I was seven. Right. Yeah. 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 And so I think that because we had done it so much as kids and there is just this natural boundary between um, a child and adult and you, I feel like a lot of that dynamic has bled over into my adult life in this industry where I have to remember that it's even possible to take power. Mm. Do you know? Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Where I can say like, no, let's make that a meeting instead of an audition. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, that's what they want. Okay. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll do my job. Yeah. Like, you know, like a student. Yeah. (laughs) And and also I feel that there, there's something to be said in addition to, um, being a woman and, and being a girl and, and that you're not allowed to ask for what you want. And, especially within this industry when you're continually told you should be grateful, blah, 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 blah. There's there's a hundred right behind you. Yeah. And for me it's, um, and I, I use this all the time, you know, when people who are sitting at the table with full meals in front of them Mm. are, um, telling me that I should be grateful for the crumbs on the floor while they're, getting their bellies full. Um, I get to then I, 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 I was given the gift of getting to take a step back and recognizing something's not right with this picture. And the, the picture is currently that I'm on the floor eating crumbs, being told to be grateful. Um, and, and feeling guilty that I didn't feel grateful, you know? Um, and, and and then getting to recognize that wait that's actually really fucked up um and i actually deserve more than just crumbs and it's not up to it's nobody has um the power to tell me that i deserve less than what i feel as though i deserve and and i mean that in the sense of um Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to clarify that. <laughs> I feel that a lot of times, at least for me, I, I find myself, um, needing to justify things that I say, especially when right. it comes to getting to be in my own power and, and make those decisions and, um, d- defy the very limited, um, script and uh, character description that that I've been told I need to play, you know, in order to go along and get along, right? You know, um, and, and and so yeah, I think there is something to be said about like being a kid, but also I think like being a woman as absolutely, well. It's yeah. it's compounded hand over fist. It is absolutely because that's how we're groomed, right. you know, like young men don't have that same experience, Yeah, you know, because they, 
they also, I feel, are given much more opportunity for mentorship right. in the sense of, I see something of myself in you, kid. <laughs> Come with me. Listen, the next time they tell you that you need to do X, Y, and Z, you need to remember what you've done already. Right, and you right, say, right. no, I'm going to take a meeting. Let's meet at the Chateau or the fucking coffee bean and tea leaf, whatever the fuck. Right. You know, whereas <clears throat> for me, I remember very specifically... Um, and ironically enough, it was my former agent, um, who just got fired from APA. No kidding. Yeah, no wow. kidding. Um, but I remember that they had gotten an audition for me for law and order and I said, no offer. I want an offer. <clears throat> and that agent at the time um, who then subsequently fired me right after pretty much I said no. Wow. Um, <clears throat> but um, I remember I'd said no, offer only, and cut to, and this he said I was crazy, he said I was insane, he th- said I was difficult, right. like ba 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 ba. But cut to, two days later, I get an offer. For not that episode of Law and Order, but another one right. that um, was um, the guest star, right. essentially, and I got to work with Mario Van Peebles, mm-hmm. you know, which was incredible, and and I got to have an extraordinary experience, um, <clears throat> and and so while I got to have that inner validation, you know, I also then subsequently got fired because I said no. <laughs> You know, but again, I really do feel that like, um, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for every rejection I've received because yeah. I feel like I've, I've gotten to dodge so many bullets. Well, yeah. And plus it really, you know, it strengthens you for sure. Having to, to deal with that. And then also I think you, you wind up putting a lot more energy into your work. You know, even if it's just auditions, I think if I had been very successful as a child, I wouldn't have become a very good actor. But I feel like you were successful as a child. I mean, in our like little New York indie world. Yeah. You know, but it didn't really translate out here at all. And it didn't translate to bigger films or anything, you know. And that's like, it's, it's, I find it so interesting and this is like something I think that like is really, really important that needs to be shared because like you and I also came up during like the indie film renaissance. Yeah. You know, when it was just starting and so like Manny and Lowe, which was like the first like thing that you did that was directed by uh Lisa Kruger. Um yeah, and then written by uh I think also Lisa Kruger. Oh my god. It's it, mm. like my mind I'm like <laughs> I, I need some sort of supplement um <laughs> you know that was with Scarlett Johansson yeah. which was like her first big thing mm-hmm. yeah. you know um and you guys got a lot of praise but especially you you know and and so I feel like it's so funny <clears throat> it's not how I remember it at all really yeah well I was so embarrassed it was the hardest what what do you remember I just thought I was terrible in it. Like I, you know, it was the first thing I'd ever done and I was a really shy kid, not shy. It's the wrong word. I just, I really liked to be in control of myself 
and only be perceived in ways that I was comfortable with. You know, I was like 13, 14. It's mm-hmm. a really hard time for anybody, but especially, you know, young women, girls. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I knew I was at the very beginning of something, but I already had really high expectations for my own, you know, aptitude and couldn't reach them obviously because, you know, I was a kid. And so I was so, I was really hard on myself about that whole job. And I thought like, that's it. I'm just going to quit. Cause like, I'm just not, I'm not good, you know? Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think I just grown up watching such incredible artists, you know, like I grew up with my grandparents a lot and my mother as well, but all in one apartment. So, um, I was exposed to really good art really young. And so it was sort of like, well, if you're not the Picasso of acting or you're not, you know, Brando or you're not, you know, why do it? And who were your, who were your idols? Like who, who was it then? Like when you were like 13, like 14, what women specifically, um, were you, were you looking at as almost like your, your beacon or was it mostly just men? I mean, unfortunately there, it was mostly men until about then. And then for me, Courtney Love really opened a lot of my own doors for myself. How Um, so? Oh man. I I mean, first of all, she was just sort of hip hypnotic, you know, like there was just something about the rawness and the unfiltered, you know, I mean, it was, it was like, it was sublime to watch her go through her life Mm. you know it was so out in in front and and so unabashedly messy and and there's a messiness to life that I find really beautiful you know and really I don't know there's something magical to it and there's something I don't know just operatic in it almost (laughs) well is it is it the is it the messiness of life or is it more the um getting to work through the messiness of life and getting to grow as a result is it is it getting to watch the growth of an individual and how they transform or is it just the messiness in in general and then the opportunities that you have I mean, or neither. I think it's different, like personally and and probably in my personal life, it's much more about watching people grow. Mm. But I think that there's something about, you know, people that you don't need to know the whole human story. Um, just watching people in their honest mess is something really powerful to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so interesting. And so did she, so did, did watching her then give you permission to, um, be that raw and honest via your work? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I was sort of, you know, like I was saying before, felt like I really needed to be in control of my emotions and, you know, didn't want anything that would be perceived as 
week or, you know, all, all the kind of things that we go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was something in that sort of the, the glory of the person who just doesn't care what anybody else is thinking. And, I call it the divine fuckets. Right. Yeah. 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 There, there's like a, I don't know. There was something really liberating for me in that, you know? Yeah, well, it's it's also like it's a there's an innate confidence, quote unquote, and and authenticity. It's the authenticity because it's like so even without the thought of confidence, it mm-hmm. like doesn't to me it like almost doesn't exist in that world of that duality. It's so authentic that it like is in a whole different ball game. It's like a whole different you know arena. Well, yeah, and I guess like it, for me like. <clears throat> I feel as though a lot of people experience faux confidence, right? You know, which is just puffed up ostrich feathers, yeah. Um, in order to safeguard anyone from finding out the truth that they're really actually terrified, right? Yeah. You know, versus an individual who's already been through the hell. Yeah. has already fucking transformed and not giving a fuck what others think in in the sense of I'ma be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um which to some, especially if you feel as though you need to be very cognizant of never appearing to be an asshole. or always needing to be nice, that is going to come across as obnoxious and um, inconsiderate and rude and inappropriate. And and with that, I feel that, that... as long as one, like I know for me... I I I try to live as authentically as possible. And with that that also means I get to take responsibility in those moments that I err. Yeah, of course. Um and and so thinking of someone like Courtney Love especially back then, for all you kids out there, um in like the nineties, it was, you know, whole, especially like, yeah. you know, like, ner- like Kurt Cobain had just killed himself. Um, and she was just, I don't even want to say like a hot mess though. There was a hot messiness to her. There was, but it was, there was something more like cosmic about it. It was almost like a, you know, a star imploding or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. Was, it was fancy too. It, it, it was <laughs> fancy. And then getting to see her in like the people versus Larry Flint. Yeah. Like then I already sort of dropped off yeah. from her. It was really that morning period that okay. spoke to me. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, I've had gotcha, so much gotcha, of my gotcha. Own, like morning, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, there's something about, yeah. I think for me, the that morning period was like cathartic for me. Mm. You know, I'm so I'm so curious to see now how many people are gonna be tweeting at me about the conspiracy theory that Courtney Love really killed Kurt Cobain. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe she did it. Maybe she didn't. Who knows? Um, like, who knows? <sighs> you know, it's... So I would say then, like, today, like, who who do you look at, not even as an influence, mm-hmm. but who do you look at almost as, like, a signpost in regards to... Um, that's the kind of career that I want to have. That's the kind of um, right. honesty or often like whatever the fuck it is that speaks to me that I, I wish to cultivate more. I don't know. You know, I'm so bad at having examples like this readily at hand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm so I think in my head most of the time that it's more like I just know what's inside of me that I want to come out so what do you want to come out well <laughs> thanks for asking no, just kidding. um well you know I, I write music and yes. I write stories and I I've, I guess my own goalpost is what I know I can do versus how much I like to procrastinate you know it's it's really my own like really stepping into my own it's not even power it's the wrong word but like purpose you know, and not just sort of always putting it off another day. And and do you think that, that that's part of, like, what the journey of your purpose looks like? Well, obviously, because that's the shape yeah. it's taking. I yeah. mean, you know, and I'm very productive, too. It's not like I haven't, you know, done stuff. It's just I I seem to, like, you know, it's sort of... I have phases of being really productive creatively. And then I have phases where like, I almost have to sleep creatively. Yes. 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 Yeah. And and so you have something to say again, you know what I mean? And so that it has time to, to change and grow. And, and I feel like I, um, have been coming out of a dormant period creatively, but you know, everything changes for me too. Where, you know, I, I started writing music when I was about, like, 12. And um, for, man, probably, like, 20 years, that was my main, you know, the, the main part of myself that I could identify as and, you know, sort of say, like, that's what I am, you know. I was married. We wrote music together. Our band, you know, did okay. Yeah. Um, when we got divorced, you know, I stopped writing for a while. Which I didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I stopped writing for a little while for a number of reasons. One, I had really started to hate um, a couple of things. One, the music business. Not really for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I really love music and I think like for me, the marriage of that with, you know, trying to make it successful and all these things just really started to change how I felt about writing, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm very much the kind of person who's like in my time, you know, I'm not just going to put something out because it's due. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I respect what, I respect the process too much to like betray it that way just for you know, 
the chance of a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, for sure. And 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 also it's um <clears throat> I mean, yes, that makes complete, complete sense. Yeah. Because then it's also, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I feel that we probably are similar than in, in, in this sense where I really just feel like a channel with which the energy of a character or a story gets to move through and that my only job, quote unquote, is to keep that as clear as possible. Right you know, and to listen. Um, and, and that I just get to be, um, part of the vehicle that services the story, you know, like that's really it at the end of the day. Um, and I feel that audiences, whether you're a music audience or you're watching a film in a theater or a play or um a tv show you know um audiences are not stupid and i i feel that there is an invisible um receiving that happens on both ends where they know when it's authentic and honest and coming from a place of truth mm-hmm. rather than we want to try to manipulate ba 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 you know and which i can never get behind yeah 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 no. you know um and also like with that too and i have you ever felt though just so tired that you just don't give a shit i and you're just like eh. Yeah, I mean, I feel tired a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I don't feel like it manifests in not giving a shit for me because I, for some reason, tend to, I guess I swing on the other side where I I care a lot. What am I trying to say? I don't know. Well, I want to just back up a second and talk about that channeling. Yeah. Because it's an interesting thing. I don't know... I think that there's a lot of truth to it. Um, but I also think that a lot of it is really personal. Well, yeah. You know what of I mean? Of course. Absolutely. I don't think you're just like a vehicle. I think I think sometimes we want to think that about ourselves so that we can feel like we're disappearing in a character. But there's been moments or like complete characters in certain cases that have been so real for me. Yeah. And where so much of my own you know, places that I didn't know how to fit into life came out through that, you know? Yeah. And they're so much more honest than, um, and so much more revealing than people might think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, I completely, completely understand what you're saying. And I guess for me, um, to be more specific, cause yeah, I feel yeah. like we're saying the same exact thing Okay, good. is, um, like we were talking about before we started recording, right? That when uh, the difference between getting to give a story room, getting to give a character room versus right. becoming so lost in the story. Right. Um, 
And, and I think also like the, the, the intention too, right? Where they're characters that I feel like I'm getting more of an opportunity to play and characters that I really desire to play. Right. It's coming from the, <clears throat> I have an energy inside of me, you know, that needs a place and needs an output and as a um, director of energy in the in the sense of not being overtaken by it, not being overcome by it, not being paralyzed by it, yeah, and also not denying it right and getting to see how I get to trust enough to let it go through without being like, oop, nope, too close to home. Oop, nope, ba 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 ba. Yeah. Like that, like that's what I mean in the sense of um standing to the side. Right. Absolutely. And that's that's why people like us will always stand by our job and not walk away to to do something that's more mentally fulfilling. You know, like why smart people stick around this business even though it's not the easiest. Because there's something so alchemical about being able to stand close enough to pain Mm -hmm. that you actually feel it, Mm -hmm. but have it be in a context where you are not overcome by it, Mm -hmm. you know? And getting to see that... You know, I, on those, I remember like a specific day. I can't remember the fucking movie, (laughs) but I remember a fucking specific day when I had to do a really fucking heavy scene and I listened to Sheryl Crow's home Mm. and I started to cry and, um, I was, I was in it. And then, and those were the tools that I had at the time with which to get me quote unquote prepared and where I needed to be. Right. Um, and you know, I think especially as, as an adolescent where you know, um, I didn't have the emotional vocabulary, nor did I have the spiritual vocabulary, nor did I have the life experience with which to, um, see how, what was going on in my personal life could be a reflection within my professional life and vice versa. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated in this moment because I, I feel as though, um, I'm doing a roundabout thing and, and there's something that I'm, I'm missing. Um, I, I feel it, I feel it within me and that's what makes it even more frustrating. All right, well, we'll keep hovering. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep hovering. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and like me, you're somebody that like continually works, you know, um, and, and I guess, you know, um, my question to you is, 
how has a how do you not just walk away like really truly um especially like considering the business that we're in and you know um between like Harvey Weinstein, James Toback, yeah, like every single other person that like has yet to be named um yeah, like there are so many different facets. Like what is it that what is it that keeps you here? A and B Have you found that you've gotten to expand within your own personal power slash professional power. All right, let's start with A because I'll forget B okay. by the time. We... <laughs> Those okay. are a lot of questions. Yeah, I know. A was. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, but you know, like, how do you, well, how do you continue? How do I? Well, because I, you know, I really fucking love what acting does for me. What does it do for you? It, 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 everything. I mean, it's, it's taught me so much more about reality, Mm -hmm. about myself. You know, it's the kind of thing where, you know, I remember the first time, you know, because I started young, there was a lot of just like show up and say the line for a while, you know, or like try and feel something, but not really know how to do that. And so it really became like this inner exploration like there was a terrain inside of me that I had to start to learn how to navigate and you know climb its ridges and there was a whole skill set I was learning about myself and how to actually be able to recognize all the feelings in myself so that then I could maybe touch them you know and I think first of all just having that kind of a a goal and like a presence having that be um sorry words are failing me right now it's okay but um you know just even sort of seeing yourself in that context when you're a teenager is so empowering because you're so interested in who you are at that time and that can really take you down dangerous paths or you know this really took me in which, you know, maybe I'm too much in a lot of the time, but still, who cares? <laughs> um, and then it just started to change me. It started to make me want to show things and want to share things. It made me want to understand parts of myself that I previously had wanted to abandon. Um, and deny and there's something about transforming you know for anybody who doesn't know my work I do mostly drama though I'd love to do something funny but I always wind up doing drama we did the comedy we did my one comedy I did with you (laughs) which we had a lot of fun (laughs) but you know for a long time I think I had a lot of drama to get out and um transforming pain into art is I don't know it's really to me the best thing that I've ever found that I can do well that's alchemy because it's it's turning it's turning personal pain into um healing yeah 
and 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 getting to be vulnerable enough and getting to be brave enough and courageous enough and also within that like that's the calling that's the purpose because there you have no other choice but to do it um and getting to be that honest getting to be that authentic not for any kind of yay good girl good job but because you are listening to something bigger than you right and that's an excellent point because you have to know for actors like 90% of the time it's not yay good job it's like mm, well we went a different way or oh you know you're you're running you're like in you're their second choice mm-hmm. but so and so is you know there's most of the time you know you go into a room and really try and bring something really honest and it doesn't turn out in your favor like in a very black and white way you don't get the job (laughs) you know what I mean and I won't and that's something I will not do anymore wow I'm not there yet (laughs) and I'll and I'll I mean like and I'll I'll tell you this you know it's I I was saying this to my partner the other day because I I put myself on tape for something that Mm -hmm. I I didn't get and I knew I wasn't gonna get it and it was for, um, and ironically enough, I've been doing a lot more comedies than I hmm. have dramas. And I started out in drama and right. I, I, I really desire to go back there, um, or I desire to go to that mm-hmm. more. Um, you know, the, but I remember just, I made it so big and broad because a, I made it so fucking ridiculous that like, A, it worked. B, I didn't give a fuck. Right, right. And also it was, I, I really hope that you get to see just how ridiculous this is. (laughs) Like just how ridiculous this is. And it's, is it one of those like you wrote this shit, not me? <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 trying to make it work to the point of this is the only way that I know how to make this work. <laughs> um, and on top of that, it's um, I in in that specific um, tape thing that I did, it was I had such a moment of incredible clarity hmm. where it was. Nothing that I do is actually going to make a difference. Right. Like none of it is actually going to make a single bit of difference. And I don't have time in my life Mm. with which to um, spend on things that are not going to make a difference. Um, You know, and, and, and for me, it's, 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 um, I, I veered so far away from it being a calling to being a job right? that I, within like really literally this past week, I was like, oop, right. Why did you start doing this? What was the purpose of this? Why do you love getting to be an actor? And then this like, for me is where like it all comes full circle because I, I was like, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I'm not doing this anymore. It's I, I know the desire. I, I know the roles that I desire to play. Um, and I also like, uh, I 
feel much more comfortable now, like behind the camera and, and yeah. getting to be on that creative side of things. Yeah, um, totally. and, and with that though, like I, I had an experience at a party hmm. the other night. Um, you know, I, I had just read Francis McDormand's, um, piece in the New York times, mm-hmm. um, in the beginning of October. And she talked about how she didn't become an actor to take photos. She took, she became an actor to have a human connection. Right. You know, which is like, yes, 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 yes. Like, I feel like we get to have the gift of getting to connect people back to themselves. And and ourselves back to ourselves. And and it's the, uh, it's the beautiful fucking perfect dichotomy between, um, uh, we are all one in, in as fucking cliche and fucking wipe my ass base as that sounds. <laughs> um, but anyway, like <laughs> I had had this experience with this dude who, who really had an honest moment with me, um, where he talked about how him and his family had watched princess diaries mm. And it was like one of the happiest times in his life. So whenever he's feeling blue, um, he turns that on <laughs> and it makes him feel so good. Right. And I, I felt safe enough in that moment in order to fully receive it. And I was like, that's exactly why I do what I do. Hmm. Because what I got to recognize was, oh, I was being so fully received. Right. I was being like, and, and it's the completion of that, of that circle where it's, um, I, I really only desire to participate in, in storytelling now where, um, where I am in full reception of it and it is in full reception of me. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, so like, uh, I don't know. There's, there, there, there's so much, there's so much to it. And uh, I just, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I care too much. I, I care where, way too much um, about my contribution and my calling and my purpose and and my internal treasure um, to get sidetracked by the bullshit, if that makes sense. Yeah, I do. I mean, I feel similarly. I just always feel like I have, like, the wolf of financial responsibility chasing me. Same. <laughs> You know, where I'm like, oh, God, like, you know, I have, I can make it this many months right now. And if I, but I need to work, you know, it's, it, it's hard because it's, it's just so unpredictable and it's been predictably unpredictable, but that's no comfort. Yeah, no, (laughs) I, I I get that. I do like, trust me, like I ended up like becoming a teacher for a little bit and what were you teaching um I was teaching um uh, the art of the story the art of story yeah um 
and and I was also then teaching um, an acting class, and I I then we we had a mutual um, parting of the ways because the truth is is that um, what I found is that there are quite a few individuals especially of the younger generation that are much more interested in becoming famous. Oh yeah, totally. Then, um, getting to actually be courageous enough to look within self yeah, in order something. to, um, be an actor or a storyteller. But yeah, like I, I completely get it in terms of like the finances and, and with that too, you know, that's what kept me from pursuing everything that I'm pursuing now for such a long time, Mm. you know, and like I started my Patreon within like the last year, which is now getting like a revamp, which I'm really stoked about. Like I, um, I, I got to the point where I, I no longer want to be, um, held prisoner by those in quote unquote incredible power. Yeah. You know, where it's every, where my livelihood and whether or not I'm going to eat is dependent upon them. Yeah. It's such a fucked up place to be. And that's not to say, you know, because like a, I have like amazing fucking Patreons and like this podcast would not be possible without them. And, and, and I have people that are, AKA like my Patreons that are, are, are so incredibly, incredibly supportive, you know, and, and with that too, getting to recognize that, um, I also get to provide a service, but I'm the one that is saying, this is what I'm providing. This is what, but, 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 um, and then they get to make the choice and it's, it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, and it, and it's also something that is generated from yourself. Yeah, you know, um, which you know was music for me for a long time. That kind of filled that that empty space for me of you know, especially in reading. You know, scripts, the female roles are usually lacking a lot of what I feel it is to be a woman. Substance. And, and, you know, blood and guts and like, you know, just all these things, not just the wife who's like happy to make dinner for you, you know, or maybe a little pissed off that she has to make dinner for you. Let's like, fuck that. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, so for me, music and, you know, writing and performing those songs as such a, you know, not not in the role of a woman, but as a woman, you know, um, really satisfied a part of me for a while, but then that too got, um, you know, art and commerce are really, they're tricky. And, and just because it worked out well once doesn't mean it always will. It's like something you have to constantly navigate and be willing to pull back on the business. And I think to keep the art 
doing its job for you, let alone anybody else. If it's doing it for you, it'll do it for them, you know. That's why it's like it's not quite a service, but if it's working for you, it'll work for them. Yeah. You know. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, and with that too, I feel like there's something to be said about um, wanting more and demanding more. Yeah. You know, where it's... Um, and that's why I feel like, especially amongst women in regards to like getting quote unquote bad raps, where it's, I demand so much of self and from self that I, I am going to demand that from you. Well, I love that. Honestly, meet like, me, match me. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. No, but I lo- I love that. Like I needed to hear this from you today. This is the, this is the thing that I came for because it's. It makes so much sense, and it's just absolutely the part that I lack. I'm so willing to go out of my way to earn a job. Fuck that. Right? You got to earn me. Right. How about that? How about you actually got to earn me? Fuck yeah. But how? (laughs) I mean, oh my God. Yes. I mean, you're absolutely right, but I don't know why that still feels like. Well, because I mean, for me, I'm no longer operating from the basis of, do you see me? Right. Will you see me? Will you receive me? Right. Because I have been seen and I've been received and I am seen and I am received. And not only that, but I am seen and I am received in such incredible love. Right. And I'm seen and received in love in my power. And in my authenticity and in my beingness with no apology. Yeah. And so with that and the, the women and, and some men that get to see me and that actually do see and receive and love are powerful fucking individuals that I love and I have such respect for. Yeah. And so with that then, I don't need to be seen right by anyone else because the the thing is it's um you know, I I think of like Paulo Coelho, right? Who wrote The Alchemist, which is like a book I've been like bringing up again and again and yeah. again. And he knew he needed to write that book. And then one copy sold. And then two copies sold. Right. And that was it. Right? Um, and then cut to, boom. Everything changes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I feel like that's the... <clears throat> Hmm. I get to know that my network is authentic. Yeah. 
I get to know that my network is authentic, which means that I don't have to question it, you know, which means then that I feel that much more secure, um, and received in my choices. If that makes sense. It does. My no is supported as well as my yes. Right. And I don't feel alone in it, which is how I used to feel all the time. Right. Very alone in my no. My no is very weak. Um, and my yes, 99% of the time came from a place of, um, acquiescence as opposed to having it be genuine. Right, right. Yeah. I think I'm still struggling with a lot of that because, and I think a lot of it is because of isolation because I am an isolator, you know, um, And, and funny enough, I don't have a lot of actor friends. Me either. I never have, but, but there's something beautiful in it because you can learn from each other's just stance in it, you know, and like what you're dealing with that they're what you're trying just in yourself. And I would say it depends on the actor too. Yeah. Right. Because it also, there's something to be said, um, about, you know, Julianne Moore is going to have a very different experience to share than Patricia Clarkson or Francis right. McDormand. Right. Right. Um, so I'd have, counting you, like three or four actor friends. Right. Um, two of whom I speak to on a semi regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, one of whom I speak to on an intermediary basis and like you, who's just like, we've always been in and out of each other's lives. Um, and, and there is something to be said about how quote unquote fame and that side of the business and whatnot and blah, 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 and playing the game and all this shit, um, can affect one's perception in terms of if they're still holding on to the motto of, well, you need to like play the game and do your thing. Blah, 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 what blah, is blah. the game? I think the game is putting yourself on sale hmm. in order to feel grateful enough to, um, be on the floor eating the crumbs from the main banquet hall. And so you're willing to, um, you're willing to betray self Mm. and you're willing to be inauthentic and you're willing to, yeah, you're willing to really betray self in hopes that you're going to get to where it is that you want to be. Right, right, right. You know, um, well put in a very passive way. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, I look at somebody like Madonna who I love, (laughs) you know, um, You know, I would definitely never, quote unquote, play the game like her in terms of being like, oh, I'm going to like see what you can do for me and then bye. Yeah. yeah, You know, like I'm grateful that all of my relationship, like my relationships are authentic, that that I feel safe enough then in those moments where I'm like, I know they know that person and that's someone I really desire to get in contact with. I feel safe enough and comfortable enough to ask. Right, right. You know, that like the, that they aren't in my life 
solely That's, for yeah. me to get ahead. Exactly. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm I'm so the kind of person who never wants to even feel like I'm using anybody that I never even ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I think that's the takeaway from this yeah you know it's being willing to it's I I ask for help all the time yeah like I'm willing to say I don't know I'm willing to trust that I don't have all the answers and getting to trust that the really primarily women that I I've gotten the gift of having in my life um are going they support my dream. They support my growth. They support my vision. And there's never a you can't. There's never a stay in your lane. There's never a right. you need to be realistic. There's never a um, you need to ba ba ba. I have one friend in particular. Um, I mean, in all of them, but like this woman comes to mind, Chanel, um, who literally you give her like a reason and why you can't do it. And she's like, ah, nope. But comes up with solution next. Tell me the, uh, tell me the next reason you can't do this. Tell me the next reason you can't do this. Right. You know, um, who, who I feel is, is a really beautiful reminder on a, on a daily basis that I got to interact with these women of, knowing one's worth yeah and that you're always worth so much more than you think you are it's so funny it's like I'm starting to see that that's one of my blind spots even though and it's so funny because I wouldn't describe myself as someone who doesn't have you know or has low self-esteem or something like that but I feel like I've always When my approach has always been like if if a job doesn't come through that I feel really should, like I feel like I'm really matched for it and and I have a lot to say in Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You know, my thing is always, well, next time you got to dig even deeper. Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. Well, I mean, well, (laughs) shit. No, I feel like (laughs) I really do feel like every single job I haven't gotten, I've been grateful that I haven't gotten. You know, um, and with that, you know, um, <clears throat> for me, for a long time, the big thing was, I just want an opportunity mm-hmm. to prove, right? I just want the door to be open right. so I can go in as opposed to, you know, we're keeping this door shut. We don't even think she's worthy enough to enter. Right. You know, um, which is really because it's the, the, I think there's such a limited thing of we're so we're so um, secure in what we think we know about her and who she is and what she's right. capable of that she cannot bring more. Ugh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... I know is bullshit. Um, in, in the sense of again, energetically, you know, <clears throat> like again, it's it's in a very different context you know, compound this by like a thousand, but like Steven Spielberg, right. When, um, I was just watching his documentary and Mm -hmm. they were talking about 1941 being this like abysmal bomb. And when he started to do more quote unquote serious work, right. Everybody was like, 
no, who does he think he is? Like, ba 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 ba. And I remember, like, it was fucking Kathleen Kennedy, you know, who was, um, I was like, literally just change your frame of mind to, like, female actors, where it's um, people telling you that you're only capable of doing one thing and um, you're not capable of doing anything else. You're not capable of growth. Mm. We don't believe that you have the capacity to grow, nor do we desire for you to grow because that's going to make us uncomfortable. Right. Like you're safe. And do you think a lot of that is based on the exterior? Like I'm always going to be, I'm always going to look like this. So they don't, they're not even interested in the internal growth. I mean, are they a ever interested in the internal growth? <laughs> Hardly ever. <laughs> um, and, and it's like, get back, like the, the, I feel that the meat and the potatoes of it is, I, I know who I am. I know what I am. Like, I know how I serve. I know my worth. Mm-hmm. I know my worth as, as a, a, a person and a being. I know my worth via my experience, and I know my worth via my creativity. Because here's the deal. I... I would not even be able to have access to being able to intuitively feel the creative energies that are calling mm-hmm. if I, if, um, I wasn't available to grow into them or grow to them, you know, or to even recognize an already there. If that, if that makes sense. It, it does absolutely make sense. I mean, it's so what's interesting to me is like, you know, I'm very aware of, my ability yeah. to touch that yeah, and to really build off of it. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like that's not what's valued in the business. Not. It's not. So that I still constantly feel like I have to earn their, their money. Fuck that shit. Isn't it weird though? But why? Fuck it. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Too. You know, like I had shared with you just today. Yeah. Right. We both got the same fucking script. Yeah, well, you yeah. didn't even get the Like I didn't even get the fucking script. I'd asked for the fucking script. Right. Um, and I was like, fuck this. Mm. I'm just going to get the director on the phone and I have know. a direct conversation, you know, where it's, you know, I say no a lot of times, not because I don't think I'm capable. Actually, no, I do say no because I don't think I'm capable. In in this sense, I'm not capable of making myself small anyone for anybody. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I refuse to do what I won't. Yeah. Um, and with that too, I've gotten, I've gotten now the opportunity to create behind the camera and, and write and, um, I've gotten to expand my peripheral vision in terms of the talents that I have mm. and that it's not just one singular talent and oh, that one singular yeah. talent like has allowed me to now be that much more comfortable in the role of director, producer, writer, whatnot. Absolutely. And in addition, I would say, <clears throat>
I, I trust in, I trust enough in the work that I've done personally that the universe knows exactly where I am and where I desire to go. And I intuitively like make choices in terms of, um, I'm going to say yes to going to this, this thing Mm -hmm. that turns out to be another thing. And then there are people there that I have never met before. And then the relationship develops, right? You know, so it's, it's, it's almost like from, um, like a weird side door. And there is something to be said. It's not what you know. It is who you know. And I think the biggest, the biggest thing, but here's the biggest (laughs) thing, right? Yeah. Like it's knowing self first. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a little in the gray in my own mind. Well, what do you like? What do you want? What do you desire? I mean, I I really want to direct these shorts that I've written. Amazing. I want to I want to wind up on the other side of the camera. Okay, great. Yeah. So, when this is over, I'm going to <laughs> give you the you information. Have, like, homework assignments. Yeah, for Emily Best okay. from Seed and Spark. Okay. Um who is somebody that like you should know period. Yeah, I would love um, to. And and that's the that's the other thing. My life isn't a solo adventure, right. though it is, because I'm, I'm the only one having my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, it's a collaboration. Absolutely. I know. I feel like what I'm missing is the collaboration, you know. I think I, I've always been such a solo, creative, go inside, lock your door, like, don't come out till it's done, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, only I, child, you know, I'm yeah. used to it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I fully understand that. And I'm also very much an introvert. Um, it's so funny. I was falling asleep last night to the vision of, um, a caterpillar literally, um, morphing into its cocoon and like dying. Um, and then reemerging as a butterfly. And I know yeah. that like, it's a very like fucking hallmark, whatever the fuck, <laughs> like metamorphosis, bop, 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 But it's also science. <laughs> yeah. And, and with that too, there's something <clears throat> to be said that like, there's this incredible book called, um, women who run with the wolves mm. and they pose, she poses this great question which is what is it within me that needs to die today mm. in order that something else might be born? Right. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, I, 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 I've been finding myself saying yes to things that I normally would never say yes to. Yeah. Like I'm out more now than I've been in God knows how long yeah. I isolated. Like I moved to LA in September, 2014. I, I really feel actually like I've been isolating for the last 12 years, right. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say isolating so much as hibernating. Yeah. I needed, I really needed that sacred space over the last 12 years of my life. I 
felt like the universe was like, Heather, you've played people your whole life. Now become a person. Mm -hmm. Like fully, like realized and becoming. Um, That now it's like, okay, you've gotten to have that experience of becoming and coming into your own um, and getting birthed in a new way. And now it's time to get back um, in a bigger way than before in terms of um, getting to tell stories and create and and um, give voice to the the energies of characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. What part? You know what? I'm going to delete that. I'm going to delete that and I'll say this because I like see you sitting on my couch and like I feel that I I feel you. (laughs) Um, And I'll say that like this past year especially but really the last couple of years has also been a really big, long grieving process, mm. you know, um, because with every death there is a grief, yeah, you know, and with every birth there is, there is pain. Mm-hmm. It's the contraction. It's the expansion yeah. and the contract, the, Ooh, it can be so fucking painful. Um, and so this this past year in particular, but like really like the last like two or three, but really this past year, I've learned to lean into my grief mm-hmm. because I always thought that my feelings would kill me right. to the point that I became numb right. and I was just in a state of like depression that yeah. I didn't even know I was in until I had those moments of being like, I'm suicidal. Right. Oh shit, I must be depressed. Because otherwise it literally was, well, I guess this is just what life is. Right. And it's monotonous and it doesn't end and I don't feel satisfied and I feel alone and I feel abandoned and I feel completely in the dark and life keeps happening and I feel such a sense of disconnect. Yeah. Um, And, and it, it was really like those series of moments to the, where I had enough love of self enough that I, I had enough of a fucking grain of sand of remembrance of no Heather, mm-hmm. you know, your ultimate destination. Like, you know, you know, like where your pyramid is, you know, it, yeah. you know, Um, like, you know, the feeling of the realization of why you're meant to be here. Um, because every year it's, it's like, it it looks like it's harder and harder and harder. And will I ever actually get there? Right. Like, will I get there? Was it a dream? Let me just go to sleep. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, and, but I, I, I've gotten to see that like, I 
I, I shared this with, with my partner and I feel like it's important to share now because it, 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 it really makes the point. So years ago, I'd, I'd just come from therapy and, um, this was back in like 2010 when I was like in a major, major depression. And I thought about suicide all the time. And, you know, I remember walking down the 14th, the, the Union Square steps to like the sixth train. And there was a railing. And that feeling of having like the impetuous urge to just jump, mm-hmm. like as the train was coming to the point that literally was like my arm took on a life of itself and I wrapped my arm and my hand around the, um, railing, the railing to keep from jumping. And I've never shared this before, you know, but I, I get to look now and I get to see that whether you call it higher self, future self, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And I really kind of do feel like it was future self because in like Einstein, like there is no such thing as time. Right, Everything right, right. that's happening is happening in the grand moment of now. Right. Um, but that was like, hold on. Yeah. There's like more, there's more going on that you don't know about right yeah, now. Of course. But like, hold the fuck on. Yeah. Um, And it really was just like the willingness, like the, like almost doing for me what I couldn't do for myself in that moment. And so like, and that's what I think made me so tired for so long was because it literally living moment by moment and every moment felt like I was going through uh, quicksand. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, to the point where it's like literally like I had to be willing to die right you know like I had to be I had to be willing to die and um, surrender to that death like surrender to who I thought I was who I thought my like where I thought my life would be all this shit I had to be willing to die um in order that like something new could come into being which like it has right but it's that willingness i guess yeah yeah i get that in varying degrees um i feel like i've killed my idea of myself a a bunch of times Mm. to a place now where I don't even have like an idea anymore. Well, self or life? (laughs) Self or life? Yeah. Like you said that you killed the idea of yourself. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, well, it's both. Mm. It is both. You know, I think that there's definitely things that I identified as being self that Mm. were maybe just a part of the self, you know, or, you know, I mean, this was, this was sort of my big 
you know, hiatus with writing music was because that was such a, such a part of my identity that was no longer serving me in, in the way that I, that I was receiving it at that point. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, I like writing. I mean, it started that way of like, I just felt this drive to write songs like all day, you know? And, but I think for me, it was feeding an idea of myself that I needed to attach to, Mm. you know, just to like, Ah, you know, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And, and, and there were very, I mean, it was completely authentic at the same time where it's so, it's so hard to put into words because I feel like things are either this or that. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, very, very little is this or that. It's always like these things are all happening. Yeah you know, simultaneously yeah. where it's like, I did feel such a, an awakening to a deep connection with myself and life through music. But at the same time, there was a little bit of, um, just for myself an over identification with what that meant about me. If that makes sense. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 And so stepping away from it for a while and letting me, letting, letting time just tell me if I was going to rechoose to write or find something else, mm-hmm. you know, but not just doing it because it was this idea of this is what I do. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, stepping back and seeing if whatever was in me that was so driven to do it for so many years was still there or if that had changed or if there was a new part of me that was wanting to write because there's also something about when you've done an art long enough it kind of keeps reopening the same wound Mm. you know like Mm. my music is always about for lack of a broader term loss you know Mm -hmm. feeling a loss or and um because it was so uh easy for me to write from this place that needed so much expression there was a point where I couldn't tell if I if I just kept sort of re-injuring that wound to like get more out and I wanted to just step back and see where music would come from if I forgot how to access that point yeah breathing room yeah healing yeah 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 and like letting yourself act letting that idea of you die that like I'm just going to be the girl that writes about loss for fucking 50 years (laughs) you know no matter how many good things I gain yeah, and and also right. I would I would say this too, right? Like <clears throat> that that's part of what I feel like keeps a lot of people from healing, like myself included. Um, though I get to now be very conscious and active and whatnot and blah blah blah. Where it's well, who am I without this? Right. Who am I without this wound? If I don't have this wound, if I don't if I lose the opening, right, right. If I actually let it heal, right. Then that means that 
I'm going to be less of a person. Right. Because I'm going to have less to access and less to draw from. Yeah. And, and getting to see like the truth of it and like the other side, it just means that you're going to have more life to live. Right. And like more experiences to have. Um, and, and like more colors to pull from, you know, like I feel like I've done 20 years of work in the shade of blue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, that's been great. Your blue period's over. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at least allowing other colors yeah. on the palette. I yeah, might yeah, not yeah, use yeah, them. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, you know, yeah. it was sort of like, let's find every shade of blue yeah. that there, that exists. Yeah. Or red or orange. Right. You know, or yellow where it's because I guess it's it's true where it's like you get to still have blue on the palette. Right. Yeah. You don't have to get rid of um, it. But like, and there's a safety in that. Yeah. I know I can always go b- back to blue if I desire. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 because I see it. It's there. It's a cobalt blue. Right. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. I love it. It's there. It's safe. But I also know that blue is not going to be offended. Right. If I dip my paintbrush into the red. Well, and it's so funny because like all of these shorts that I've been writing are really funny. I mean, they all have like a darker weight to them, yeah. but they're, they're expressed with a humor or like a, just a step back of, you know, yeah. it's not like a melodrama. Yeah. You know? No, I get it. And, uh, there's, there's not that you can tell on this podcast or any of the work I've done, but there's a big funny bone in my body that, you Oh, know. I'm, I'm, I mean the movie, we did a movie together called cherry that went nowhere <laughs> fast. Um, and I was like, I mean, for fuck's sakes, the only thing that I really remember from that was that, um, you, um, chain smoked and you, let me bum cigarettes from you all the time. Yeah. Which I was grateful for because you were like <laughs> 16 or 17 at that point And I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. I think I was 16. Yeah. So Maybe I was 14. like 14. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. And you were like funny as fuck. Yeah. Like you were so funny. Oh yeah. No, I am. I'm just in a hot sort of zone with you right now. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. I just, <laughs> I, I just wanted to, um, like really re-clarify and just what else, just like, um, yeah, you're funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> and speaking of hot zone within that, um, I'm sweating my balls off. <laughs> well, that's not, I need to stop saying that yeah. because I don't have balls. Well, I mean, I have ovaries. Yeah. So they're just higher up. They're probably sweating. Um, they're sweating too. <laughs> um, but um, uh, will you come back? I would I love feel to. Like we yeah, have so much more to talk about. I know. I feel like we didn't even get to like step B I know. of that question. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, like I know. I'm just like also very like you guys. You don't understand. It's like a hundred, it's 105 degrees here. And we're Los sitting Angeles. on a leather couch and it's, we're sitting like... on a leather couch <laughs> with no air conditioning. Um, I don't have a pool. I don't even have a kiddie pool. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the day that I get to have a pool in my life. Like that gets to be part of like the property of the house that I own. 
like I get to have like a house that I own that like involves a pool in the backyard. It's all very fabulous. I've learned to be very specific with the universe. Um, but, um, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you. I love what you're doing. Uh, I received that. Um, (laughs) and I'm so excited to see, um, what you get to do with, um, different shades of color. (laughs) Me too. Um, all right, guys, that's it for this week. And we'll be back next week with who's we mean tag along. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week with a really fucking awesome episode. Not that this awesome, this, I mean, I'm really grateful. Like every single fucking episode is awesome. Save for one or two, but I'm going to keep my thoughts about those those uh specific ones to myself but if you know me at all i have a feeling that you are able to figure out which ones i'm like "Eh, about all right guys (laughs) bye